0: This is episode 73 of African and American with your girl, Six the Goddess, and keep in mind I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. Peace and love, family. I hope you all are doing well. I am doing well on this good day. Um, Just sitting over here minding my black owned business and making sure I stay moisturized and that my edges stay intact that's all i've been up to um you know just continuing to sit back and review the current real life circus um that we are in a uh, shout out to all the black people who have cussed out talked down on wished death on their own black friends and family about a presidential election um, shout out to that level of uh, mental illness and uh, lack of mental health. Okay. Breaking apart black families and friendships with one divide and conquer tactic after another. Okay, shout out to those Black people living a total contradiction, promoting voting and promoting participation in a system that is not designed for us. And in their endeavors to serve the system are falling out with and disrespecting their own people. Oh, the irony. Oh, the irony. I just cannot. Um, I'm just sitting back with my jaw drop just like wow this is really happening like this is really where we're at I ain't gonna lie I'm embarrassed I I get more and more embarrassed as the days go on the fact that this is really happening and uh lord I all I can say is just let us pray um people you know we have to keep in mind that we are all allotted choices in this world okay And you as a Black person should never, ever, ever, ever um, speak badly to your people when they decline to participate in their system in any way, shape, or form, okay? Um, I don't feel like the Jews would down their own people if they didn't want to get involved in German politics, OK, and, and I'm sure the Jews don't make their own Jewish people sit and stand in line on what German to vote for. OK, I'm trying to put that in the simplest way possible. So, you know, you as a black person it's really disgusting, actually, to the way you should be moving as black people, if you have you know, some of your own people who are saying they are declining to vote in a presidential election, if they're saying that they're declining to vote in local election, if they say they're declining to vote for Pedro, then that's fine. Okay, you cannot guilt your people for not wanting to participate in this system. Okay, y'all really kill me when you truly feel like, oh, we changed the president. You know, that's going to make a difference. Like, I can't believe that stuff like that is even coming out of people's mouths, the whole thing of lesser of two evils. And so what should we do? Do nothing. You know, it's disgusting. Um, I'm tired of these same tired, played out talking points that make no sense talking about. So what should we do? Do nothing? No, we've been talking until we're blue in the face about what we need to be doing. Like every other race in this country is doing that doesn't need to participate in this circus to get what they need. Oh my God. Black, y'all sitting over here talking about black people died for the right to vote. That's a bold faced lie. Stop lying on your ancestors. I'm going to tell y'all nothing good comes from lying on your ancestors. They never, ever said that. They never, ever died so we could vote. And y'all dead wrong by bringing their name up under some blasphemy like that. Y'all going to mess around, get charged with some serious treason in your next life. You don't want that smoke. Leave their name out of this. If you're not willing to honor what they really died for, which is what? Our right to be alive. Literally, they were fighting for their lives and our lives. How dare you downplay everything that they went to, went through and reduce it to them dying to participate in this system. It is a slap in the face. They died for you to have the right to find, to have your own name and to know where you come from. They died for the right for us to be able to love each other. Okay, that's what they died for. They died so that our families wouldn't have to be ripped apart. And we over here, we rip apart our own families before they can even form. We got broken families before we even bring the kids into the picture. That's what they fought for. They did not fight for you to vote. Oh, my God. I just cannot believe the disrespect that is going on. How dare you? My own, Me and my father got into it the other day because he talked about, y'all so stupid, y'all so stupid, talk about you don't want to vote, you young people are so disappointed. I went off on him. I said, Daddy, I love you, but I got to go off on you. Okay, you know, that's sad that we are really... Beefing with our own flesh and blood over this election, I say now stop that. We're not doing that. I'm sorry, we're not doing that. And I know for most of us, our parents are old and they stuck in their ways, and I totally understand that. But at some point, we have to stop as you know, children of other Black people, and feeling like we are supposed to just allow our parents to talk to us any kind of way because they're our parents, and if we disagree with what they're saying, that we're deemed as disrespectful that's a toxic narrative that needs to be changed okay our children having a difference in opinion from us does not make them stupid or lesser or anything like that half of the time black parents need to humble themselves and learn that you can learn from anyone and that sometimes the people you may need to learn from is your own children and our entire generation okay i know it's hard for some black parents to understand um listen honey Okay, a big reason of why my generation is where it's at today is because of y'all. Okay, y'all raised a generation. So therefore, um, y'all can't be sitting back saying, oh, y'all dumb and don't know what you're talking about. Well, you raised us. So how you don't even want to listen to what has to come out of the mouth of the generation that you raised? That says a lot. Okay, that's why, you know, I encourage people, listen to your children. They are, they are the product. They're our fruit. So how are you raising someone and you don't even want to hear what they have to say? Have to know that we do age, we do get older and there is generations for a reason and that when a new generation is coming up, you need to listen to them because they're going to have new and updated information, policies, traditions that we need them to work together to stay on top of. But we want to just tell our children to be silent and whatever ideas that come out their mouth is stupid. Okay, let's let that die out with our parents' generation, please. The millennials like myself. Can Can we go ahead and leave that in 2020? And that we will listen to our children. And if you feel like we can't listen to our children, that means that we went very wrong in our raising of them. But I have more confidence in us that we know that we understand our childhood traumas and triggers. And that we know not to put that on our children. I feel like for most Black people, that's the where we're at, is we see how our parents did us, so we understand, okay, we need to make sure we're doing better for ours in the future, okay? Black people, our job here is to love each other, okay? Find your tribe, find your people, find the ones that you can work with, build with, that you can live in peace with, and y'all just rock out, Okay? stay financially responsible literate get married create a bun as many black babies as you can afford be eat drink and be merry okay that's what we need to be doing not spending time calling each other names falling out you know and doing all this when you know it's about us what your ancestors fought for is your right to love they died for your right to love one another they died for the right for you to be able to work how you want. Have a family the way you want. Have your name. Have your culture. Have your history. That's what they fought for. Okay? So if if we're not going to honor that, don't only sit and be talking about they died for you to vote. No. Please stop that. Okay? Grab your person and love on them. Okay? My own daddy in a doghouse, irking my nerves, talking about this election. Now I got to figure out... What he need to do get, to get out this doghouse. Okay, because you over here, you over here talking about my generation is stupid because we don't want to vote. Um, Now I got to figure out what's his penance. Because you tried me. Okay, I'm tired of this. We need to start giving consequence to our parents when they keep trying us. Okay, now what y'all got going on? Y'all old and y'all just need to learn. Listen, sometimes you need to update your mind. Jesus Christ, we don't want to have to just wait for y'all to die. Can, you know, can we get a little cooperation before then? But y'all got to be, y'all have to be willing to listen to the generation you created. Oh my God. Well, ain't nothing worse than trying to tell a black parent something. If you, if you agree with me, say amen. Amen. Boy, worst thing. The most nerve wracking thing is having to go to your black parent about them being wrong about something. Oh my God. Or another thing that's hard with black parents is establishing any kind of boundaries. Anytime you put a boundary on a black parent, they get upset. We got to stop that, man. That ain't it. Okay, uh, us as y'all kids, we should not be afraid to come tell y'all, you know, when you've hurt our feelings or, you know, if we feel disrespected, we should not have to be worried about a counter attack of sorts. <laughs> okay, for speaking what we need to speak. So black people love each other. Don't let this election tear us apart. Okay, if, if y'all have some fallouts with some friends and family like I like I did, we're gonna get over it. We know we we might be upset right now. You know, we gonna move forward, but I I ain't talking to you till this election over. Don't have it just don't talk to nobody else till election's over. Okay, because this is starting to get ridiculous. Like people just cannot accept and, and respect each other's boundaries. You got to come in other people's space where they expressing their own opinion and come in and tell them that they wrong and that they dumb. Okay, black people, stay focused. Let's stay loving each other and let's just stay on track throughout this process. It's almost over, okay? We are almost there. Just hang on. So, this brings me into um, the next segment that I want to talk about on the show this week. Um, I wanted to touch on this because I do feel like this is a big confusion and kind of misunderstanding that we have in our community, which I feel like accounts for the lack of marriage. And the lack of lasting marriage. Because we don't have this understanding um, that most people are taught to understand from a young age. And they understand it's just kind of a system and the way things work. Um, I feel like we have not been afforded that uh, same lesson. So I wanted to talk about this this week. So we can all just start getting on the same page of how this all really works. Because as y'all know, this is real life. This is no bullshit, okay? This is really happening day by day. This is the real deal coming at us fast, okay? Um, Y'all know I say all the time, my generation is the Disney generation, and we do have a very unrealistic outlook uh, in regards to society and this system and the way it all goes. Um, And by us not having... That raw knowledge about how all this works, I do feel like it, it holds us back in a lot of ways from progressing the way we should be progressing. Um, so I wanted to talk uh, this week on this segment of what is marriage? What is marriage? What is marriage? Why does one get married? Okay. Um, one of my sisters and I, I was in, uh, in Florida the past weeks. And my sister and I, we were sitting outside the Mall of Millennia, uh, having lunch at Cheesecake Factory. And we were sitting outside on a patio and we were just kind of talking, shooting the breeze, people watching, taking it easy. And so I, I told my sister, I said, I want you to pay attention. And if you don't know, the Millennia Mall is a very um, high end kind of luxury um, mall, Um, so, you know, if you're going to Millennium Mall, you're probably going there to spend some money because they have all, you know, Hermes, Ferragamo, Gucci type stores in there, Chanel, all that. So, you know, if you come into Millennium Mall, you definitely come in to spend a little bit of money. You definitely not come in there, you know, looking for something on sale for five bucks. So we sitting out there and we're just people watching and we are noticing the patterns in the people walking by. okay. Now, as we were watching everybody go by, I said, pay attention to how most of the women of the non-black race will be, because I want to say this was a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it was a Sunday afternoon, perfect Sunday shopping afternoon type vibe. I said, I want you to pay attention to majority of the non-black, the non-black women that walk by, you're going to notice they're going to be with a man. I don't know if this man is their husband or not. Nine times out of ten, it probably is. I said, but I want you to pay attention. They're going to be with a man. I said, I want you to watch how they're dressed. Most of them will have on dresses or very nice slacks. I said, you probably won't see many of them with jeans on. I said, most of them are going to have their hair, you know, groomed, flowing. I said, you're going to see that almost all of them going to have on makeup. Um, if they definitely if they have the children with them, you're going to see them with a man. So my sister said, you think so? I said, just, just sit and people watch. Everywhere I go, I make everything a focus group for my research, for what I do. <laughs> everywhere I go, I'm like paying attention. And every, everywhere I go, every scenario I encounter, I am always looking at it like, hmm, you know, what can I learn from this? What 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 can I get from this as far as, you know, content for the show and stuff? So I'm always kind of paying attention to stuff like that. So we, we sit there and we continue on with our lunch, you know, and every time, you know, we watching them walk by, sure enough, women were walking by with husbands. And then I, so then I took it a step further. And I told my sister, I said, I want you to really look at these men, these women are with. Okay. Now, most of these women walking by, the men that they were with were very average, everyday Joes. I'm talking about not all that tall some was slim some was overweight some of them was balding you know they these were everyday guys these you know these were not oh my god look at these fine men these women are with they may not have been with fine men with swag but almost all of them was with a man okay and mostly all of them they had children with them okay and it was very interesting to me so Literally, I want to say there was more non-black women that walked by that were by themselves than were with a man. So most majority of them were with a man. So now I'm looking at the black women walking by. Guess what I'm seeing? Out of, out of the maybe, let me see how many black people approximately walk by me that I saw. Maybe saw 40 or 50 black people walk by. And almost all the sisters, guess who they was with? They was it with either one or two things. It was either them with some kids alone or it was them and a bunch of other black women. Groups of black women going to the mall together, no man, no no man present. Not to say, oh, these women don't have a man, but just to give you an idea of how women that never had their femininity attacked, how they naturally operate. These women are taught to get married. OK, this is what see their mothers have game. Their mothers put them on game for most of us. Our mamas didn't have any game. So it made it very difficult for some of our moms to put us on game because how are they going to put us on game and they ain't have game? So as I'm looking around and as I'm paying attention, uh, it's women either with the kids with just them and the kids or a bunch of sisters. Out of 40, 50 black people I saw pass by, I only saw three black women that were walking by with a man. And my sister, me and my sister were talking and she was like, why do you think that is? I said, because they are taught that you need to have a man does not have to be the perfect man. It does not have to be fairy tale Cinderella story, man, but they are raised that they need to have a man. And they all in here at the millennium mall on a Sunday afternoon, all their husbands taking them shopping with the kids. I said, these women you see walk about and come in here and spend their money, they husband. It was one woman, very beautiful Latina woman that went by. When I tell you she was very gorgeous. And honey, the man she was with, and she was holding this man's hand proudly, honey. You hear me? She had a big old rock on her finger, and this man was average Joe. This man looked like he, I'm trying to think of what he looked like. This man looked like an assistant principal. Okay, at an inner city, mostly Mexican school. That's what he looked like. And he's with this absolutely gorgeous woman. And I'm like, oh my God. And was holding his hand with that rock of her finger. And he was marching her behind right in that millennium on to take her shopping, honey. And I said, see, her mama didn't teach her get with the man you love and the man that got the most swag and the man that's the most fine. Her mama taught her, baby, you need to have a man. You don't need to be out here in these streets property of the streets on your own. They're taught that. So what they do is they are worried about picking who is going to make the best husband, not who got the most swag, not who they love, not any of that. I said, so as black women, we are taught that having a man is optional and that if you do have a man, he need to be perfect. He need to be six foot two. He need to have a good job, plenty of money, pay all the bills, have a big dick, last for one hour in bed every single night, three times a night. He needs to not ever look at any other woman or breathe at any other woman except you and never cheat and be home by 5 30 p.m. every night and put rose petals on the floor for you and wipe your and and wash your feet at nighttime. And that is what we're taught. And we're taught that if he's not all that, then there's no point in having him around we're taught yeah if he if he's not you know if he's not rich af if he's not tall with a humongous penis he's no good and you're better off being by yourself instead and being at the mall on sunday evenings with a bunch of other vagina okay um so i feel like we as black women need to kind of get to an understanding on exactly what marriage is and what marriage is for. Because right now, we don't know. You know, we're told that if we don't meet this perfect man that doesn't exist, that marriage is not worth having. Okay? Um. So I will start this out by saying, if your concern is nothing but, um, it's about love. Okay? At the end of the day, You know, a marriage without love, I mean, love is everything. If that is is what it is for you, if love is most important to you, by all means, you have the right to do that. I want to make that very clear because we just talked about this. We are allowed to have differences in what we want and opinions without calling each other out their names or saying that that person is necessarily wrong. Okay, so this conversation is not to say, oh my God, anyone that wants to get married for love is wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying that that's not the purpose of marriage. Now, if that's what you want to do, we can we can do whatever we want to do. If we want to use something for what it's not meant to be used for, we can Uh, however, does that mean it's correct? Not necessarily. Does that mean that's what is correctly to be used for? I should say no. Okay. Marriage has a different purpose for each sex. Okay. The purpose behind marriage for men is different than the purpose behind marriage for women. And contrary to popular belief, Men, you'll often hear men say that marriage has more of a benefit for women than it does for men. And that's not true. Contrary to popular belief, marriage actually has more benefits for men than women. And why is that? Okay. Men get married to have a contractual extension of his self aka his territory slash property as this woman because as a man your number one investment in your life will be your children okay if you if your children are not your biggest investment then everything that you're waking up everything to do is for no reason and the minute that you die all will be forgotten and irrelevant Your children are your biggest investment because your children are how you carry on. It's how your name stays alive. It's how you continue. It's how you do not die out. Who you have your children with as a man will be the biggest decision that you ever make in your life as well. And a decision that I feel like a lot of brothers do not take seriously. You know, men be out here, just run around, slinging it around, not thinking, are you ready for this woman to be the mother of your children, the carriers of your legacy? Let's really think about this. You know, let's just like women need to be vetting men, men need to be vetting women as well. Okay, so if you're going to have your greatest investment, which will be your seeds, just like if you're investing in property, real estate, and stuff like that, you need to have contracts, you need to have paperwork to establish territory ownership. That's what you're supposed to do before before you implant your precious seeds into a woman, is to put her ass under contract. Okay, you get married to secure a womb. You don't have one. You can't get pregnant. You can't give birth. You need that. However, you cannot just going and sowing your seeds into a woman who is not under contract with you. That's crazy. That's your biggest investment. You get contracts for everything else. You need a contract for that. Okay, you have so many men that sit and say that, oh my God, marriage is not fair for men. You know, women end up winning. They're going to take you for everything you got. I'm going to tell you men something. You need to understand play chess, not checkers here. Okay, I, I I hate to have to be the one to give y'all this game, but I just feel like y'all don't have a woman in y'all life that's going to give you real game like this, because I can't tell you how many black men I see complaining about this system, and they don't know how to work the system. Okay, like, let's think about this for a second. So women have been fighting for the past few decades for quote, unquote, equal rights. Okay, you don't just hear equal rights and be like, Oh my God, these women, they want our jobs. No. No. Really pay attention to what that means. Equal rights means now tables are turning. Things are changing. Okay, more and more now what you're seeing is women going to jail for domestic violence on men okay now what you're seeing is where it used to be oh if there's any mention of domestic violence a man's going to jail now you're seeing that's not happening as commonly anymore now you got women going to jail just as much as the damn man for domestic violence half of the time she beat on you you beat on her y'all beat on each other both y'all going to jail okay it means you're seeing more men getting custody of their children getting majority or all custody of their children Okay, back in the day, if you had a baby by a man of any means, you could look for a guaranteed 10, between $10,000, $50,000 a month in child support. off rip only because you had the child. That is changing. You got celebrities, athletes, rappers out here paying $800 a month in child support now. Okay, pay attention. Sometimes when someone asks for something, even if it's to their own detriment, You have to use that against them. I'm not saying, oh my God, use things against black women. But once a black woman tries to keep your seeds from you without reason, and ladies, the only time that you should be keeping a child from their father is if you know that this man could cause some kind of physical harm or danger to this child, whether it be someone that's him or in his vicinity. Okay, because you don't like him, because he made you mad, because he's not doing things the way you want it done. is not a reason to have a man not see his children. The only time a man you should be denying a man to see his child is if you know, if I give my child to this man, my child could become in physical harm's way. Or unless this person has some kind of mental illness, diagnosed mental illness that may cause him to harm the child or something like that. That's the only way. Okay, if he's not having you drop the child off to the trap house where Negroes got guns and crack around, you need that. You cannot sit and tell a man he cannot see his children, ladies, because he moved on and his new chick is prettier than you. Okay, or because he didn't do things the exact way you want it done. Once we lay down and we have children with a man, we give him that equal right. That's why we're not supposed to do that unless he marry you. Once you married and you know everything he got, you got too and got rights too. you don't feel the need to take power back in that way. Okay, you you have your power and your say so as a woman by hello, making this man marry you before you go to risking your life to spit out children. But unfortunately, ladies, if you have a child with a man and y'all are not together, you are now giving this man equal rights to your child and he gave you nothing in return and you feel used and you feel got. Now he moving on to other women. Now you're mad at yourself. So now you want to tell this man that he cannot see his children. when you know this man is not going to hurt those children. Now, if you feel like this man is going to hurt the children, if he has threatened to hurt the children, if he has hurt the children, whole different story. Then you're supposed to keep children away from someone like that. But unfortunately, majority of the time, these men do not be hurting them kids. You're hurt. Okay, you're hurt. Sometimes you hurt, he hurt too. Both y'all hurt. Okay, because the woman have the baby thinking it's going to give her some type of status in the man life. And the man had the baby with her to keep the vagina around forever. That's the differences in our brains and how they work. So now both parties end up hurt because both parties did not follow procedure, tried to do things their own way and messed with divine order, thinking that that was going to end well. So, ladies, if you're not ready for that, if you are not ready to birth a child and have this man pick this child up and say, thanks. I'll give it back to you next week. I'll do three days. You do four days. Don't have that baby with that man. You're not married to him. Period. Are you ready for that? Are you really ready to go through nine months of pregnancy, risk your life, get stretch marks, go through childbirth to have a child and birth that baby just to have the father have to do nothing for you and have him come pick up your child every Friday, Saturday and Sunday. If you're not ready for that, rethink baby mama culture, ladies. Rethink it. Because that's what it means. It means ripping your baby from your womb every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. So the man get married so that he could say, okay, we have a recognized contractual consensual agreement. Okay, that this woman's womb will be to carry my, seeds, my legacy. Okay, man, you could do the same thing women do. You know what the difference is between men and women? Is women will sit and go through the processes, applications, motions, and paperwork that it takes to get these things done. And too many times I just see brothers sitting back talking about, she won't let me see my son. She said, I'll never see my kids again. Excuse me? What do y'all talk about? She can't do that. Okay? So many of y'all men don't understand. Y'all can file for full custody. Y'all can file to put her on child support. The minute women said they wanted equal rights, I'm going to give you exactly what you want. Okay? If you don't want to pay child support, get full custody. Make her pay child support. Okay? This is the way it goes. Once we have children, we're not married. That's the way it is. It's a free game. Anything can go. Then what you do is before you get married... You come to an agreement before on what will happen if you two split. Before you have the kids, while things, we got to be smart. Y'all got, we got to utilize contracts and paperwork. We run away from contracts and paperwork, but we don't. Y'all man need to start utilizing those tools. That way you got paperwork in order. That way, if she try to say you can't see your child, she go to jail. Boy, it couldn't be me because if I was a man, I wish a woman would play with me about my child. I wish a woman would threaten me saying I'll never see my child again. Girl, please. I'm like, girl, bye. And y'all will allow yourselves to where, okay, you don't want to spend a few months away from your child. So you'll sit and let a woman have you by the balls for forever. Couldn't be me. I w- okay, I, I can't see my child. Cool. I'll be all right. I'll survive. Niggas don't see their kids every day. B. I'll be all right. And I would go without seeing my child for whatever months, whatever it took to establish and, and show up in court and be able to get some kind of um visitation, joint custody. Because again, it go both ways for men too. When you sit and you give a child to a woman, everything in life is a risk. So she do run the risk of doing that. That's why... To me, as a man, you need to have paperwork before you even put that baby inside a woman. Cause once a ba- a woman have the child, now it's in her womb. If things don't work out, she feels her womb has been personally attacked. It can get ugly. So just like people be doing prenups before a marriage to you know make sure things are normal and applicable before getting married, you need to do that with having your seeds too. Have contracts. Be married. Have contracts. Have a backup contract where if things don't work out, that's what we're going to do. Okay, boy, it couldn't be me if I was a man and a woman tried to tell me I couldn't see my child. Okay, I won't see the child for a few months. Honey, I'll see you in court. Okay, filing for all this is not expensive, y'all think, because y'all be the first ones with all the new J's and in the club three nights a week. So you have to give up your J's and your club in three nights a week and take that money and get you a lawyer. And child who, I have, I'm talking about right in there getting me some type of full custody visitation sign and start putting these women in jail. If this if you go to court and it's your time to get your child and she won't get a child, don't argue with her. Put her in jail. Okay. We got to stop letting anyone, men or women, use children as pawns. In my eyes, if you're going to mess with a child to hurt another adult, if you're going to hurt a child or put a child in any kind of stress or drama in order to get back at another adult, you need to go to jail. And I tell you what, I bet you if more women started seeing other women go to jail, or holding children from a man unnecessarily, women will act right and stop playing them type of games. You better woman up. That's a decision you made. You laid down and hey, risked your life to have this baby for this man and ain't did nothing for you and didn't marry you. Okay. And that's something that for those of us who have learned that lesson, you better woman up and be okay to tell the next generation, don't do that. It's a tough realization to make, but it's a realization nonetheless. Okay. We you you cannot be upset at the outcome of accountability and run from that. Things don't ever get better. Okay, so keep it real. Everybody got to lay down and live with the decisions that they made. Okay, everybody need to stop playing with people, kids. All right. So this is why men get married to have paperwork contracts to secure the womb. Okay, the reason why a woman get married. A woman get married to secure the bag, secure the wealth. You get married. It is a even exchange. Okay, so I will go under contract with you where my womb will be strictly to carry on your seed, your legacy, and you'll secure my womb. And in return for me agreeing to dedicate my womb to your name and your legacy, you have to contractually agree to provide for me and to protect me in return. It's that simple. Everybody wins. Life goes on literally. We're able to bring lives into this world, create families and keep the children going. Okay, this is how it works. You can fight this all you want, but this is what has been tried and true. This is what really works and this is how you keep things going for a long time. Okay, so this is why two things. If you are a woman, especially if you are a married woman, Cause a question I get a lot from my clients, my ladies, my clients, and they say, well, you know, when, when do you know when it's time to leave a man? When, when, when is it, when do you know when it's over? When, when, when is a situation where you should never take a man back? And my answer to that is if he ever has left you, if a man has ever left his kingdom, you, his children, your home, you are, that is his kingdom. Okay, so if he ever reneged on his duty to protect you or provide for you, because you got some men have a whole woman and kids at home and then decide that they want to go out and have a hot boy summer in a midlife crisis, leave their whole kingdom uncovered, neglected, abandoned. So if that's what a man do as a woman, that's when you don't take them back. Okay, that's when you don't. If he do that, if he physically puts his hands on you now you're breaking your part of contract okay because i married you to protect me and to provide for me so if you don't do those two things now you breaching contract now this is null and void that's when you leave too many sisters are driving themselves insane because you're not getting married for the right reasons Some of y'all, all all y'all need is a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. Some of y'all don't need to get married because you don't understand what marriage is for. Marriage is about a bigger picture. Marriage is not something you do just for yourself. Marriage is not something you leave because you say, I don't like the way this makes me feel anymore. That's not the point of marriage. It is a contractual agreement. It is a responsibility. Okay? So, if a man leaves you unprotected and uncovered, you got to go. OK, that's it. You you you're not fulfilling your agreement because I don't care how upset a man is. I don't care. You know, he's always he's not going to abandon and leave. If a man sit and leave his kingdom open, vulnerable to attack, that's a problem. OK, if he wake up and decide, you know what, I'm not going to pay these bills no more. I'm not going to provide for this. family. If he just give up, stop trying. That's the worst thing a man could do. The problem we're having is we have so many sisters that are driving themselves insane because they got married not to secure the wealth, not to secure the obligation to be protected, but they got married in order to dick police. That's why a lot of women have gotten married. And this is why marriages are not working out. This is why I tell you, fellas, y'all be so quick to want to run away from a woman that say, listen, I'm about that money. You need to make sure you're doing your part as a man and making that money. Y'all be so quick to run away from women like that. But those are the type of women you want because a lot of men don't want to get married. And I this is what I hear so commonly. Men say, I don't want to get married because, you know, You know, a nigga might, nigga might mess up sometime, you know, and then you mess up. Now your whole family lost. Well, don't marry a woman that married you to lock down a dick. You better marry a woman that married you to lock down some protection and to lock down some money. That way, long as you doing that, you ain't got to worry about this woman taking your kids and taking half of what you got and and leaving. Y'all run away from the women that are okay with you fulfilling your real purpose Now, for too many women, you worry about the wrong thing. He paying the bills, he taking care of business. And meanwhile, you ain't even got to work. He taking care of everything and you don't give yourself a job with the FBI becoming Inspector Go-Go Gadget, just living your whole marriage, hacking and obsessing over whether or not your man is cheating on you. Why did you marry this man? Are you new here? So your mama never gave you the talk on why you really get married okay Come I'm gonna tell you right now going out obsessing searching and over whether or not your husband is cheating baby girl you ain't got nothing to do how, how y'all be having time to do all that and, and y'all be so quick to sit back and laugh at wives where it may have come out that oh they husband was cheating and y'all laugh at them like oh she's so dumb and she stayed baby maybe she understands the real reason she got married Okay, And maybe she'll be damned if she don't spend all this time married to this man. This man don't make this money. And now she divorced him and be broke. And only get half of what he got or none of what he got. When she could still be with him and have everything of what he has. Some women play chess, ladies. Not all women move emotionally. Because half of y'all, y'all sit and tell these women, Oh, you need to leave your husband. She's dumb. She don't want to leave him because he cheated. You want her to leave. Go start dating again. Dealing with other men who still going to be dating themselves, talking to a bunch of different women and some and then rip her kids out the home to go date these dudes that probably are not don't have. She don't have the same history with them that she got with the husband. They probably ain't got as much money. Now she got a date being a divorcee with kids. You think she not dumb, you dumb because you would have made that move on an emotional decision. Baby, some women have game and some women are realistic and understand the way this goes. Half of y'all, if you didn't, if half of y'all, if y'all were not FBI agents, you wouldn't even know your man was cheating. Some of y'all think your man cheating and he's not because you searching so hard for something. You just seeing what you want. You got married for the wrong reasons. What you need to do is if you are worried about locking down dick, you do not need to get married to lock down dick. Most of these women that y'all, these married women, married to men with money that y'all call dumb, they not dumb. They sitting back collecting the check. Okay, as you get grown, all that sex, 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 get old. Half of the time, she probably relieved. Like, thank God someone else doing it. So I don't have to. She's not even looking. She's so busy shopping and having lunch with her friends and running her own business. You think she got time to care to, about dick policing and dick hoarding? You call them dumb, meanwhile, they're unbothered and unaware. Half of the time, they ain't got a clue. Whatever they want, they got it. Their husband is there when they need him to be. They don't even know because they got married for the right reason. If your concern is to marry a man to police his penis, no. If you just want a penis police, just be his girlfriend. That way, When you find something, if and when you find something, you ain't got to rip apart and go through all that paperwork and stuff. You could just leave and start all over again with the next one. Okay, I talked about our feminine portfolio, and that's what it's about. Your feminine portfolio tells everything about yourself as a woman, everything that society cares about, and it has nothing to do with how much money you made or your degree or anything like that. Okay, and this is why I tell men so for women okay and, and then somebody said well um six of goddess that's all fine and good but what if they bring home stds and this and third sweetie i'm gonna tell you the truth you probably been cheated on a 100 times in your life and didn't even know and you still healthy never got no stds or nothing like that okay you you definitely want to marry a man that's smart okay I, I would hope that you're not marrying a man that has something to lose that value his life that's going to be out here just randomly raw dogging strangers Like, I'm sure that that's not the type of man y'all are marrying. I hope you're not. And not saying that a woman being cheated on is her fault. But I don't like when we hear this real, this realistic narrative and women's first reaction is, well, what about the STDs, honey? So what you gonna do? Go be single and sleep around dating. You gonna still be susceptible to some STDs. Anytime you have sex, you're going to be susceptible. Okay, so what's your alternative? Because it's definitely not celibacy, because that is not what y'all doing. Either way, them legs get open. Okay, so anytime, whether you're having sex single, as a boyfriend and girlfriend, or a casual sexual benefits relationship, marry, I mean, either way, the risk still is there. Okay, and if you've been okay this long, you probably will be all right. I'm pretty sure that you don't watch too much four colored girls. Now, everybody swear that everybody's husband gonna come home and give them AIDS. Okay, half of y'all have no idea what Negroes be doing behind y'all back, and you don't even have a clue. okay. You know, so let's let's stop that excuse, okay? Marriage has a bigger picture and a bigger purpose, okay? So the only time that you as a woman need to be worried about divorcing is if he neglect one of those two. He ain't protecting, he ain't providing. Long as he going to making that check, as long as you're being respected, adored, and your name on that money, keep it moving. Enjoy the home this man has gave, given for you. Especially if you lay down and go ahead and have some kids with him then you definitely need to go ahead and sit down and stop looking for something. Learn how to be happy. Stop looking for everything, okay? You think these women be caring, these women married to these men with money, honey? She don't care about that, nor is she. Y'all ain't tired. I'm finna be sitting here with my feet in the air every single night, I'm tired. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Some women play chess. Some women play checkers. Some women run off of emotion. Some women run off of checkmate, okay? It's a bigger picture here. All right. So as a woman, that's a, that's when you need to leave. If there's no protecting going on, no providing going on like me, if I'm somewhere I get attacked and my man stand there, I'm divorcing you the next day. If you watch me get attacked or assaulted and you stand there and do nothing, trust and believe I don't, we could be married for 30 years. Best believe I'm going to the courthouse 24 hours later, I'm divorcing you because this not why I got married. You broke the contract. I got married because you're supposed to legally be obligated to protect me. OK, I got married to you so that now you have to lay down your life if necessary to protect me. OK, if one of us got to die, it got to be you. <laughs> so if you don't do that, oh, I'm out of here. OK, um, and that's why I say for men, the time that you need to leave is if she cheats. I talked about this on a live stream. I was talking about Cardi B and Offset, and I said everybody be talking about Cardi B. Oh my God, she's so dumb. She keep taking Offset back this and the third. I say yeah, but y'all gotta pay attention again. This is chess, not checkers, because people like Cardi B will sit and tell y'all to, you know, don't worry about a nigga and f a nigga this and f a nigga that. Whole time she following the silent code that only women that play chess understand which is it's the father of my child we have a daughter together and all them times you know her offset out wildin', slanging in these streets you ain't never not once her oh cardi is messing with this dude or or cardi was sleeping with this guy never because she knows i don't care how many times that man don't cheat at first okay at the end of the day as far as what she said he protects her he does not put his hands on her uh and he bringing home that check And he spent that check. Okay. That means he fulfilled his part. Okay. Cardi know if she go out and sleep with another man that she will have permanently tainted his territory. That's why no matter what that fool do, she take him back every time. And you don't never hear about her not once sleeping with somebody else. See, y'all let all these entertainers and industry people make y'all believe that they dumb and that they don't know what they are doing. Oh, they be smart. Okay. They're paid to discourage you and put you off track and have you making emotional decisions. Meanwhile, they home with their husband. Meanwhile, they encouraging you to go out and be a hoe. Meanwhile, her husband don't cheat 20 times. And she never once slept with somebody else. And it's not that we care about Cardi and Offset. I'm simply using this example because it's trending. Everyone knows who they are. And y'all know I like to be able to use celebrities as examples, you know, when we have these discussions. That's the only reason why I'm bringing this up. Just to give y'all an example of how this looks. Okay. And that's why every time that fool cheat, she come back and she get a bigger car, a bigger house or something else. And she make him pay a fine every time he cheated want to come back but what she did not do is go out and sleep with someone else can you imagine if Cardi would have went out and slept with someone else it would ruin Offset because now his entire image his entire territory kingdom will be deemed a joke and if he got back with her after she slept with someone else he would never be respected or hear the, the end of it from his peers and masculine men do care what their peers think because they're competitive and they want to win, and they want to be on top. So some men say, "Well, men—they don't care about what other men think." Yes, you do. And men who say that, you think that because you don't rank. You don't rank. You don't. You don't even. You're so irrelevant. You don't even. Niggas don't even care what you're doing. That. That's what only niggas that say that. Because most masculine men know. Uh, yeah, they do care what their peers think. No, they cannot have you know a negro out here being able to say that he slept with his wife no it's over okay because now she broke the contract this was the whole point of you getting married the whole point otherwise you could have kept her as your girlfriend too the whole point of a man getting married is to secure that wound to lock down that wound okay and you got some women that say so the goddess again emotional women it's very important in your feminine journey to be in tune with your emotions without being ruled by your emotions. Okay. There's a, a big difference between the two. Uh, a lot of women are being ruled and ruined by their emotions, not knowing how to play chess in this game. This is the life, the game of life. Okay. So you put her on the contract to secure that wound, period. That's why you marry her. Okay. So the women don't want, they say, oh, well, six is you know, are you saying we're property? Are we saying your territory?" Um. Listen, women, we are not independent beings. We cannot survive on earth without men. We depend on men. We depend on their strength, their structure to build and develop land, build and develop homes, electricity, water, and things that we need to survive. We are not physically equipped to develop land like they are. And we can take this to a very basic caveman level we wouldn't be able to survive on our own okay that's just facts so therefore you as a woman will always be property of someone or something okay being property is not a bad thing you 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 look at property as something inanimate and that's not the case anything or anyone can be property or an extension of someone else Okay, society does not necessarily respect a woman. Why do you think men say, you know, when their daughter starts dating, that they want to meet the boyfriend, he got to come over because men know men need another man to hold them accountable. Because at the end of the day, no matter how bad or tough we think we are as women, we cannot beat these men up. We can't we don't stand a chance. So men need to have another man that he can be held accountable to for his actions. So as a woman, as black women, we are taught to be emotional and play checkers and to resent and to resist being a man's quote unquote property. However, being a man's quote unquote property or being an extension of his territory or kingdom is actually good and it is actually a protection to us and is actually a system that most women of other races understand and they roll with it. And if you're not property of your husband, you're property of the streets. That's the way it goes. Okay? You're either a property of your husband or you're a property of Uncle Sam or you're a property of your alma mater. Either way, you're someone's property. Either way, you're going to be property of your husband or the streets so that when you need something done around the house, you have to hire Handy.com or look to random men that are strangers in the street to quote unquote protect you. You're property of the streets. Either way, you as a woman depend on men in some way, shape, or form. Why not depend on your husband and just be the property of your husband? I would much rather be the property of my husband than property of the state and property of the streets. I'll take property of my husband for 500 Alex. After further calculations... <laughs> After further calculation, Alex, I would like to play chess in this game and decide to be property of my husband. Okay, so this is why it is such a, this is why it's such a big deal when a woman step out on a man. And so someone said, yeah, you know. Why is that? Why is it that a man could cheat five times and it, it'd still be all right? You know, a man cheat, even if you get another woman pregnant or all. He could send her ass a check every month and shut her up. Like she never even happened because what would you think you'd have a baby with a married man anyway? Okay. Now, but what if the woman cheat? Now he got to wonder, are these kids mine? Are the kids coming after this mine? Who's the real father? You don't let another man into the territory. Did she pillow talk with him? Does he have secrets to conquer me and my kingdom? Now everything goes to question. A man cheat, we can all sweep that under the rug, never talk about it. He can apologize, you know, pay a fine you know write a check and it's over with no one will bring it up again nobody the the, the family is not a laughing stock people forget about that in a few weeks and you keep moving when the woman cheat now we got a dna test all the kids future kids we don't trust no more niggas laughing behind your back no one takes you seriously the rest of your life it ruins everything it's it means something totally different women say well men men shouldn't cheat either and they shouldn't but the reality is baby girl it happens let's just keep it real It happens. There are some men that don't, but there are some men that do. Okay. And it's always going to be like that. Okay. But what you going to do, sit around and let the money go to waste. Girl, you're to play chess in these streets. You worried about the wrong thing. Okay. So that's why each sex gets married. It's different this is why you know things won't make sense to you when it comes to divine order if you're on that whole gender fluid gender neutral no gender role thing no you need to be worried about gender roles it really is the key to the foundation of us staying organized as a people we would have more marriages we would have more lasting marriages we would have more happy marriages if people got married for the right reasons Because, baby, either you get married, you you hunker down, you make it happen, you build a legacy, or you spend your whole life dating someone new every six months. We all have choices, okay? Um, I feel like once we kind of put on our big girl draws, let go of the fairy tale rhetoric, we'll have more success in, like I said, having those more successful marriages, relationships, and progressing better as a people because marriage... And wealth uniting, wealth transfer is a huge component to how a people truly becomes free. Okay, y'all should see how these folk get down in India. These folk, a woman, her father will put an ad in a newspaper. Hey, I have a girl. She's this tall, this color hair, this weight. Who has a boy for her? Let's get this money that's how they operate so some of y'all so sold on the fairy tale idea boy y'all would die that's why i say black women complain so much and have no idea how it is for women in other countries honey you actually have good okay and we need to start programming ourselves yes we do need a man so traumatized with daddy issues that we're afraid we're utterly terrified to have it come out our mouth that we need a man And, you know, stuff like that really has to stop. We have to get over it. We need to start adopting the same mentality that most women have, which is that, yes. So you're supposed to do all that just to say you have a man? Yes. Yes. You do need a man. You do have to have a man. Okay. That should be normal. That is the goal for feminine women. People, you know, I have so many women ask, well, so we, if we're not feminine, if we think that having a man is not everything, no, you're not hello being feminine means embracing your womanhood and embracing your role as a woman so if our role as a woman is man how are you gonna be a feminine woman and then also say you don't need a man that's not how it works a huge part of your femininity is knowing that you need a man learning how to live in peace with a man knowing how to build a legacy in an empire with a man learning how to live in cooperation with a man that's what it's about i don't understand like where is the confusion here Okay, we need to start taking this more seriously, ladies. Okay? This is a duty. It's chess, not checkers. Life is a game. We need to learn how to play it. Stop leading with our emotions. Stop leading with fairy tales and just start being more realistic. The truth is that I know we have a very tainted vision of what marriage and relationship looks like. However, there is a such thing as happy marriages. There are such things as loyal, faithful marriages. There are such things as healthy, fulfilling marriages. I don't, I hate that we have such a negative outlook on relationships. Sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. Okay. The fact that you try, put forth effort is commendable. And sometimes you got to just be able to say, Hey, I tried, put forth the effort. If it don't work out, move on, get somebody else. Okay. That's just the way it works. But we don't want to sit and write it off and say, Oh, well, this is not something I need. Okay, let's stay focused, let's stay on point. We can get organized and take this first step. Black marriage and the understanding of the purpose of black marriage is a huge step in the right direction to our true liberation and freedom as people. So let's continue to be open-minded, be adults, be grown, be realistic and be honest with ourselves about how all this works to make sure things get better for us and for the generations to come. And thank you all for tuning into my TED Talk. <laughs> And we are out of time for this week. And as always, peace, love and black power.